Hey guys, welcome to The Nursing Co-op. I am so excited that you're here. On this podcast, our goal is to build your confidence, expand your knowledge, and create a supportive, cooperative community for nurses, one nurse at a time. My name's Ashley. I'm a registered nurse on a mission to empower nurses to build meaningful careers and change nursing culture along the way. In our time together, I hope to share my experiences, provide you with resources, and create a space where you can find your footing as a nurse without judgment. We will unravel nursing topics and make connections with amazing guests to give you all of the tools that you need to build an incredible life and career. I believe that it takes a village to build a strong nurse. We are your village. This is The Nursing Co-op. What's up, friend? I am glad that you are here. We are back with another Wellness Wednesday. We did a poll last week, and you guys like Wednesdays. If you hear this episode and you would prefer Friday wellness episodes, let me know, because I know some of us, we like those episodes to release right before our weekend, because then that's when we have more time to listen. If you are a Friday person, shoot me a little message. I would be happy to hear. But we are here to talk about my top tips to help curb your hunger. Yes, if you've been here for any period of time, that probably sounded like a sentence that you wouldn't hear from me, but here I am, top tips to curb your hunger. Here's the secret. It's not gonna be what you're expecting. I do not want you to take any weird pills, fat burners, tummy crushing combos. I don't know what they would be called. (laughs) Waist trainers, crad fat. crash and fad diets, crad diets. Oh yeah, no, that actually makes total sense. And it sounds terrible, which is how I feel about both of those diets. We don't need any of that. That's not what I'm here to preach. I'm going to tell you how to actually curb your hunger. Number one, eat. Big surprise. Eat the food. You're hungry? Eat. I don't know why I need to tell you this, but we are living in a world where that somehow is not our first thought. Because maybe you searched for this on in Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Maybe you searched for it on the internet and this came up. But you are looking for ways to curb your hunger. And I would guess that you are not looking for somebody to tell you to eat. You are looking for the magic pill, the quick fix, whatever's going to make you not feel hungry in the moment. I could give you 4,000 90s tips to curb your hunger, like drinking a gallon of water and all these insane things we used to do to ourselves, drink enough soda that it hurts and then you won't want to eat. I could tell you all about them. I used to live in those spaces. But no, real secret, eat. So if you are here because you are looking for a quick fix and you are searching for something that's going to help you lose weight really quickly, you've come to the wrong place, but I'm glad you're here. I think this is exactly where you need to be. Food is not your enemy. Food is there for so many reasons, not just fuel either. I think that's the polar opposite. I think so many of us think, well, you either think that food is the enemy or you just don't have any feelings about food. And so it's just fuel and it that's the best way to live. You just want to live like food is fuel. It's not fun. Absolutely not. I totally disagree. I think food needs to be more than fuel because it is. It's cultural. It is social. There is so much more to food than just being fuel. I don't think that we need to detach ourselves from the emotional attachment that we have to food because it's something really magical. 
But what I do think is we need to change our relationship to our food. We need to change the emotional relationship, not strip it away. We need to shift it so that we don't attach our self-worth to what we chose to eat that day. We need to shift it so that food becomes, yes, it's fuel. It gives you the energy to do the things that you care about. So great. But also food is pleasure. Food is social experience. Food is so many things. Maybe you consider yourself someone who loves food. I know I do. I love going new places, trying new restaurants, in other countries, trying their cuisine, seeing the differences between different countries' cuisines, or even just different parts of this country. Amazing. It's the most fun thing that I can think of. It's one of my hobbies, even though it's not really a great one because it requires you to travel, but I love that aspect of traveling. Food is super fun to me, but it has at different points in my life been in very dark places. Food was not always this way. And I'm still working on my relationship with food. So don't think that I'm coming at you with all the answers and that I'm some person to put on a pedestal as if I've got it all figured out. No, I have no idea. But I do know what we shouldn't be doing. I do know that food, we can't keep demonizing food. We can't keep giving it the power that we give it. And we can't keep restricting and depriving and punishing ourselves over and over for what we choose to consume. We can't keep doing this. So let's change the narrative. When you are hungry, you eat. Whatever type of hunger that is, there are different types of hunger. There's hunger that is just a craving. It's looking for a texture. It's not always physical hunger in your stomach. There's different kinds of hunger. So If you want something, I want you to consume it. I'm not saying that you should go out and have 30 McDonald's Big Macs every single day because that's what you feel like. I guarantee that's going to make you feel like garbage. So that's really not serving you. I'm just telling you to honor your body's cravings, to honor what it's telling you. Your body is really important and it's really valuable. It has enabled you to do so much It is not the thing that you should hate. We put that same, that that hatred is at a level unlike a lot of things, what we feel for ourselves oftentimes as women. So if you can relate to that, I, I know where you're coming from, but we've got to change this narrative. We've got to change this relationship. So number one, eat. If you are hungry, you eat. It's the best way to curb your hunger. Number two, which we've kind of already touched on, don't restrict. I know that that's our tendency. We think I am hungry for ice cream and I know that I shouldn't have it and it's bad and it makes me bad and it's going to make me fat. So I'm not going to eat it. I'm never eating it again. Cutting out all sugar. Actually, I'm going on a complete sugar cleanse or I'm never going to eat a carb in the future. I'm cutting out white sugar for the rest of my life. For most of us, we have been down that road very many times in our lives. But that road comes with a strange amnesia where we forget where we ended up, where we forget how we felt and where we landed. Because I don't think we'd keep going down the same path if we remembered how terrible it is and how crappy we feel. Because then once we are off of the diet, we feel like we failed. So it comes with 
a feeling of failure, a feeling of guilt, self-sabotage, shame. It comes with so much when we fall off some diet or we try and restrict and we quote unquote fail at doing so. It backfires at the end of the day. So I want you to stop with the restriction. Again, I think people hear that and they think, well, if I'm not restricting that, I just get to eat whatever I want all the time and I'm going to get, you know, gain 40 pounds because all I'm going to eat is hamburgers because that's my favorite food. No, it's not that black and white. There's a huge piece of landscape between deprivation and overindulgence. There's so much in the middle. And honestly, we forget about that real estate so much that we typically live on either pole. We are restricting, restricting, restricting until we can't take it anymore and we crack. And then we're binging and binging and binging until we gain some weight and feel horrible about ourselves and guilt ourselves back to the other pole where we just restrict and restrict and restrict until we just bounce back and forth. Literally, Many of us, that's our entire lives, is bouncing between a season where you're eating more because you feel like crap and back to an area where you were restricting because you ate too much last week. We forget that that pattern is often far more dangerous than if we just had hamburgers sometimes, (laughs) if we just ate the food. The yo-yoing is horrible for our body and our stress system. We that just is a body constantly under stress because it cannot understand the pattern. It doesn't know whether you're going to starve it one day or feed it a ton of food the next. So that stress has a huge impact on your body long-term and your health. Stress is one of the most detrimental things to our health. So I would rather you have hamburgers sometimes than go on this cycle of restrict and binge back and forth for the rest of your life. So the answer to curbing your hunger is not deprivation. It's taking care of yourself and honoring your hunger. And then lastly, if you are finding yourself hungry often, I think we might need to look at your plate and build a better plate. If you are finding yourself hungry an hour after you just ate constantly and that you can never satisfy that hunger, if you are finding that's happening for you, I would ask what was on that plate in the first place. Everyone has different preferences and different theories on the best things to include in a diet. It is hotly debated, and I'm not here to tell you one answer. But what I know is that research tells us more fiber, more fat, more protein builds a more satisfying plate. These things keep you fuller for longer. They're better for your digestion, which is better for your gut health, which is better for your mental health. It just cascades. And we know this. There's been tons of research on each of these things that tells us that if you eat fiber, fat, and protein, you will be fuller for longer than if you excluded those things. If you just ate a lot of carbohydrates with little protein or fat, you likely will be hungry in an hour. So just fruit is great because it does have the fiber component, but it's not as great as if you paired that fruit with some peanut butter for protein and fat. That snack is more satiating and it's going to keep you fuller for longer and quote unquote curb your hunger. So let's look at what we're choosing, what foods we're reaching for when we are hungry. Maybe that is the root of the issue going on. If you feel like you're hungry all the time and you can't control that, what are you putting into your body? 
Let's look at it. Let's do a food diary and see, can we identify, do our meals consist of a protein, fiber, and a fat? And I'm not telling you to not eat carbohydrates. They are extraordinarily important. But I would dress them up. I would have your rice, but top it with protein, with some chicken, with some vegetables, your favorite kind of vegetable, some avocado or sauce that you like that adds some fat. That's what I want for you. So there you have it. My top three tips to curbing your hunger. I know. I know this is not what you were likely looking for. I know we all want the answer that the top three tips of curbing hunger is take this pill, don't change your exercise routine, and only eat lettuce. That's the secret. That's that's what we want. Just have coffee. Don't eat any food. Boom. Intermittent fasting. Boom. Fat burner pill. Bang. We want flashy, beautiful answers that take all of the stress off of us and put it onto some pill that we're taking. We want that, I know. But unfortunately, that's not really the answer. The best way to curb your appetite is through food. It's through your relationship with food and healing that and feeding your body and honoring the hunger because you're hungry for a reason. It's not just because your body hates you. So maybe let's start taking care of our bodies the way that our bodies take care of us because it's carried you this far. So how about we give it some love and respect? I promise you deserve it. Thank you so much for spending some time with me and our community in the nursing co-op. If you liked this episode and found some value in the content, please share it with any and all of your nursing friends on social media and tag me at Ashley underscore nursing co-op so that I can thank you personally. That way we can continue to build this community and change nursing culture for the better. I can't wait to see what we create. I will see you next week, but until then, happy nursing.